0: Com. it's time now for a pawn further review with your host josh norman here on wjqs the fan welcome in monday night
1: we are back and it's great to be with you as we always are from 6 to 8 p.m every monday night here on upon further review i am your host josh dorman we are in the Garner Dental Group Studios, and I want to welcome you in wherever you are. If you're on the road, be careful. Finishing up a Monday, coming off a hard day's work. Hopefully you have a nice meal at the dinner table, or headed that way anyway. Maybe stopping by a nice restaurant. Uh, wherever it is, we're certainly thankful that you are uh, joining us here this evening. Uh, big show tonight. We've got uh, uh, a lot to cover, a lot of ground to make up after we were down for, for a few weeks there, uh, vacations and Mississippi State baseball. We were great. Uh, glad to be back with you last week and uh, certainly certainly ready to get going here. I want to remind you, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi, collar line 601-366-1180. We would love to hear from you. Also, the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi text line 601-817-0106. We'll be covering a lot of topics tonight, including high school football uh, that's coming up right around the corner. We'll be talking about the Euro 2020 uh, soccer tournament that just concluded with Italy and England. We'll be talking some uh, MLB draft. Several Mississippians have gone uh, so far, have been drafted. We'll be talking a little bit of golf as the Open comes up this week and uh, there's been some, uh, some news there from the standpoint of players and the impact of COVID. Uh, we'll be talking about the home run dirty a little bit tonight and also saw where Otani will now also be the starting pitcher for the American League in uh, the All-Star game uh, coming up. That is in Colorado, which is a sore subject for our producer, Bill, who is who is wearing his Atlanta Braves hat this
2: evening yeah it's a sore subject yeah i won't go there no no that's
1: that's uh that's one that we'll cover a little bit I, I think that um you know when you look at uh the the unfortunate circumstances around all that you're finding that the reason that we stick with sports is because sports is intended to unite politics is intended to divide and what you found is there's a lot going on that's divided us and we certainly want to be part of the unification process, not the division process. So a lot to cover tonight, and it's going to be a great show. We'll have at 6.30, we'll be joined by Madison Central High School head football coach and athletic director Toby Collins. And then from 7 to 8 tonight, to break down the, major, the uh, NBA playoffs, to break down um, USA Basketball's loss to Nigeria and the impact that that will have uh, in their quest for Olympic gold. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and be joined by the judge. Uh, he's a fan favorite, so he's going to join us all the way through the second hour from 7 to 8 p.m. So we hope that you will join us then as well. Um, beautiful day. I spent some time on the golf course this afternoon. Uh, Bill, I played from the tips this afternoon, and I, I, I thought I was going to get froggy and and – and uh, the club championship's coming up. And I said, you know, I- I'm going to give it a shot and see what the tips is like. And I'm going to quickly move back to the blue tees, Bill. <laughs> it didn't work out so well.
2: Found out real quick, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I-, I need some more time with uh, Randy Watkins. And I'm hoping that uh, there's some osmosis that can happen through our-, through our conversations and segments. And just to remind you, uh, the first Monday of each month, Randy Watkins joins us on the show from 6 to 7 p.m. for T to Green and certainly, uh, I could could have used his uh, his uh, assistance, if you will, uh,
2: during today's round. I had a lot of fun watching the uh, all the stars play golf. This weekend yeah, the, at Lake Tahoe. That the was the American Century Classic. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'll tell you an interesting story about that. And uh, so my wife was in the in the living room, and I was actually watching it um, for for a little bit. I like to just see, you know, it's it's always fun to me as a novice golfer to see that there are other not everybody is is incredible golfers and you see shanks there you see tops there you see a lot of the the normal shots and um so i was watching and i said you know boy i'd love to go there and about that time number 17 where the big party is
2: mm-hmm. right there uh, on the beach yeah, right there on the beach was <laughs> yeah. just a
1: bunch of uh, scantily clad women Yeah, and, and my, wife, yeah. my wife looks at me and goes <laughs> no, I you bet you going. I bet you would like to go there I said whoa whoa, no no I, I said that when the golf course was showing I yeah, promise yeah but uh, Anyway, so, yeah, that was that's always a lot of fun. I, I think Vinny Del Negro yeah. uh, actually pulled out that yeah, one. Yeah, they wanted in the playoff, yeah. And he, he actually lost his father, I believe, on, on Wednesday. Wednesday before they started. Yeah, yeah.
2: and so that was uh, kind of a neat yeah. story. Not Charles about Barkley a, was a lot of fun to watch. He actually did very well. This, uh, I've never seen him play as well as he's played.
1: Charles Barkley has transformed his golf swing. He's been practicing. He, is, he has transformed his golf swing. It it used to be the biggest joke
3: in yeah, all golf circles. everybody. It was unbelievable. I
1: was wondering how he didn't throw out vertebra. You know, where he would stop and pause and then pick it back up because he's not a small man, but um, he is always a lot of fun. I watched the group that included um, Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. And, and Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes and and Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. Yeah, they were a lot yeah. of fun. Um, Shooting the
2: baskets every time they get to the hole.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tony Romo was on there with uh, Annika Sorenstam
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, and Steph Curry. Yep. Uh, that was fun. All the Currys
2: played. Yes. The father and two sons.
1: Yeah, and, and apparently they have kind of an ongoing wager. Yeah, the... The one that loses has to jump in the lake. Jump in the and it's lake. It's not. It's not warm. No, that's what they said. Is that you know, even though it's the summer, the water yeah, is still uh, is still very cold. So absolutely,
2: I enjoyed that. Make well. Steph ended up having to go in. Uh, did he? I think, I think he was. I think he was. There, or, or was it? The dad. He was. I think it was the dad. Yeah. Okay. The dad right. ended up having to go in. Had to go in. Yeah. Oh,
1: take the plunge. <laughs> take the plunge. You know, speaking of plunges and and cold water, I took the polar plunge uh, over New Year's in Destin this year. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, my kids actually swam uh, for a bit. It, it, that was some, some absolutely cold water. And my oldest son says I cheated, says I didn't go all the way in. Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that. I went in as far in as I was going, and then I quickly got back out, got my towel and uh didn't scare the the uh the beachgoers well, At there, least so. you got in the water. That's right. That's yeah. right. But uh I'm sure it is it is cold up there as well. So we have a we have a big show tonight and uh we're excited to be carrying this through. We've got fall sports coming up in high school. And that's going to be a ton of fun for us to cover as as you think about what's coming up, you've got obviously football, you've got volleyball, you've got cross country, you've got uh girls soccer in the MAIS uh, you've got fast-pitch softball in the MAIS. Uh, girls soccer in the MHSA is, is winter, and fast-pitch softball in the MHSA is spring. But those two are played during the fall uh, for the MAIS. You have all of your spirit groups, whether it's your dance competitions, cheer competitions. Uh, there's so much that goes on in high schools here in this first uh, few months of the year. It's, it really is a sprint. Uh, and, and it's a sprint to a marathon. It's almost like the hardest race in a track meet is the 400, uh, because it's, it's a full, uh, it's a, it's a full, full circle sprint. I mean, it's one lap and you're, you're really on a full sprint the entire way, but it's almost like going the 800 sprinting the 400 and still having to compete (laughs) complete the other 400, uh, and, and having the energy to do that. Uh, if you're, if you're in high school athletics coaches out there, know what I'm talking about. Uh, certainly, athletic directors do as well. So that uh, it'll be a lot of fun for us to cover that. We've got some 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 nice things coming up. We're going to look at doing some uh, players of the week and uh, highlighting athletes through that process. Uh, we'll have more on that as the uh, season gets closer. But you're talking about volleyball, fast pitch softball. Those start the end of this month. You know, you've got tournaments starting the last uh, the last week of this month. And uh, and it will be it will be on, and then you'll have uh, you know football starting up basically a month from from this Friday. You'll have some jamborees, maybe a little bit before that, with some big time matchups, some big time programs. Uh, I saw a tweet from uh, MRA. They they have two top one hundred football teams on their schedule. Uh, with Oakland, Tennessee, and and uh, Pulaski. Pulaski Academy, yeah, man. so they have loaded that schedule up, and it will be a lot of fun to watch them. They've dominated, uh, uh, you know, this uh, this area and the MAIS the last two years. After Jackson Prep won seven straight in six A, uh, now it's been MRA's turn, and certainly uh, Coach uh, Herbert Davis and his staff and that whole group, man, they have a phenomenal thing going over there, uh, not far from here, as a matter of fact at the MRA so that'll be fun to, to pay attention to, talk about, uh, and walk through. We're going to try to have as many coaches on as we can leading up to it, whether that's football. We're going to have we're going to have all types of different coaches. We're going to talk about culture, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. So it will be fun to see uh, what those high school sports do. I want to remind you about Garner Dental Group, their collection of 18 dental and orthodontic offices conveniently located across Mississippi. Complimentary whitening for new hygiene patients is available. Check out the interactive map at LakeGarnerDentalGroup.com or call 601-271-8710 to find one of their five metro locations or others across the state and region. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more upon further review. I am Josh Dorman, your host, right after this.
0: to Upon Further Review with your host, Josh Dorman, on WJQS
1: The Fan. Welcome back in. This is Upon Further Review. I am Josh Dorman. Glad you are with us here on 106.3 FM or WJQSTheFan.com. You can also find us on the Radio.com or iHeartRadio app. And uh, we are all over and thankful for the opportunity. Uh, Remember, you can give us a call. We are open all show tonight, 601-366-1180. Or you can shoot us a text at 601-817-0106. We'll be talking uh, Euro 2020 later. Uh, We'll be talking the MLB draft. We've had uh, quite a few Mississippians taken. In fact, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, here in just a few minutes. Uh, We'll be talking the NBA playoffs later with the judge as we uh, walk through some USA basketball um, and a little bit of golf. And on the golf front, uh wanted to give a, a shout-out to a couple local golfers. And uh, while we're doing that, I want to remind you, Randy Watkins joins us the first Monday uh, of each month from uh, 6 to 7 p.m. for Tee to Green here on Upon Further Review. Uh, we talk uh, all things golf. We talk about um uh, swing tips. He he can he takes phone calls, text messages. We highlight courses. So there's a uh, a number of different things that go on. But what I want to highlight is on the Corn Ferry Tour, um, you had uh, two Mississippians vying for uh, a very nice finish in last week's event. You had Jonathan Randolph of Jackson Prep and Ole Miss, as well as he finished in a uh, well, he was a tie for 15th, and um, that was a, a terrific finish for Jonathan at 10-under. And then also Davis Riley from Hattiesburg, Presbyterian Christian School, who is in the top 10 in the point standings and has locked up his, uh, his PGA Tour card for next year, finished at a tie for 57th. Uh, he shot four over in his final round, but he had a, a, a solid middle two rounds, uh, and he finished the tournament at three under par. You also have Chad Ramey from Fulton, Mississippi, who is in the top 10 in the point standings currently as well. So Mississippi is very well represented there on the Corn Ferry Tour. And uh, congratulations to uh, to Jonathan Randolph for his top 15 finish. He's making a push to try to get into that top 75 uh, at the end of the year to be in the tournament. And remember, the top 25, will have some type of status on tour. That's something that Randy explained last year was um, the the difference in if you're number one on the top 25 or if you're number 25 because you have 125 guys from the PGA Tour that, it, that retain their card. And so it really makes a big difference where you fall. So being in the top 10 will be very good um, if Chad – and Davis can stay there, uh, and also if Jonathan can fight his way up those point standings. So nice finish for those guys. Always good to highlight Mississippi, and we talked about it. Golf right now is um, is rolling. It's it's a it's it's in Mississippi. Beautiful golf courses everywhere. Uh, lots of people playing golf, and and certainly the youth golf is developing some some fantastic uh, players. So, so congratulations to those guys. Um, as we look at the major League baseball draft, we're going to talk about some specifics later in the show but but I think it's important you know I don't know the exact number but a number of Mississippians have gone in the first few rounds that have already taken place um, with the the first one off the board being from Mississippi State and that was will Bedner and will had a terrific Postseason as he went through, uh, the regional, super regional, and uh, College World Series, and he's a Mississippi State right-handed pitcher. Um, did a fantastic job. Finished the season with a three point two six ERA, six point one zero strikeout to walk ratio, and um, he had I think he he actually struck out thirty nine percent of the batters he faced. Um, he can get the fastball into the upper nineties, and uh, all of those stats are from CBS. Uh, sports. So uh, he was. Uh, was a number fourteen overall, going to the San Francisco Giants. A couple of names that haven't been called yet. Braden Montgomery here, local kid out of Madison Central. Uh, he will go, but he has not gone to this point. And uh, everybody expected him to go as well as Rowdy Jordan from Mississippi State. He uh, still is on the board, and so we'll be taking. We'll we'll make sure we pass along any information we see. With regards to those two or any other Mississippi kids, uh, you had Doug nikazi from Ole Miss. He was taken number 58 uh, by Cleveland. And I also saw where um, Reed Trimble from Southern Miss, I thought, went in the second round. I'm trying to find him right now. Uh, yes, Reed Trimble, number 65 in the competitive balance round B, went to the Orioles. So he turned a terrific freshman year into um, uh, into into a nice second round pickup there uh, by the Orioles. So um, Southern Miss young man, terrific job. He's also of Northwest Rankin, uh, and we have another guy that's a Northwest Rankin guy that uh, that 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 is is a Northwest Rankin fan. And um, he is—he uh, knows who I'm talking about. That's out there, so I know he's—he's he's, uh, very excited for Reed. Uh, when you look at the fourth round here, uh, let's see here. We had one—one one or two more. There you go. Tanner Allen went number one eighteen to the Mar- Marlins. That's the uh, Mississippi State outfielder, SEC Player of the Year, and uh, one eighteen. He is a senior, so he'll be on to the pros. So several Mississippians, Eric Sarantola from Mississippi State, a pitcher, went 139 to the Royals. Look at here. There's a Dorman High School in South Carolina. How about that? Dorman High School. Yeah, you know, I have high schools named after me. We we do a little bit of everything around here. Christian McLeod went number 159 to the Twins out of Mississippi State. So a lot of Bulldogs. National champ Bulldogs going there in the first uh, few rounds. Taylor Broadway, White Sox, number 185 uh, out of Ole Miss. So a lot of great, great representation here in the state of Mississippi for the MLB draft that is ongoing. And um, we will continue to, to keep you updated on that. Uh, they're already through, I believe, uh, 10 rounds at this point. So a lot of names off the board. We'll see where everything stands and give you some updates there. Um, speaking of the the Major League Baseball draft, you had a catcher go number one. Catcher out of Louisville. Uh, pretty phenomenal young man from every, everything that I've read about him. And then number two for my boy, D.C., in Texas, the Texas Rangers got one Jack Leiter. And he was, uh, he was stoked about that, that his Texas Rangers uh, picked up Jack Leiter. So um a lot of a lot of fun there. Little MLB draft going on. Uh Bill, I gotta ask you this question. Connor McGregor. Oh, goodness. Uh, have you ever seen somebody make so much money and basically be irrelevant in their sport?
2: No, sure haven't. I was I was thinking that the other day when I heard somebody talking about of course I, I know, you know, he's out there bad boy and all that kind of stuff all the time. And he's making tons of money. And you know, I don't understand why
1: that's what he's known for. Yeah, but, being a bad but look, boy. he was a TKO, I believe round two. Yeah. In his last fight with Poirier. And then this fight. Now look, he broke an ankle. I get it.
2: Yeah. That was, pretty but all <laughs> the
1: hype has not led up to any substance for Conor McGregor anymore. Yeah. And, uh, if you watch that fight, I didn't watch the fight. I saw the replays of it, obviously. And, and heard about it, but, uh, I was just curious, Conor McGregor has to be one of the greatest marketing geniuses or he has a great marketing team because all he's done is been in trouble with the law. He hasn't won fights. He runs his mouth about other fighters' families, specifically Poirier's wife. Yep. And yet he still continues <laughs> to make make big bucks, oodles of money. <laughs> Uh, by losing fights and and getting in trouble, and so
2: endorsing a lot of products. That's
1: it. So apparently, the there has been a a a shift, a paradigm shift in how it is you are supposed to approach this marketing thing. Used to it was keep a clean image, win, uh, and 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 you are going to be signed on uh, for a number of different things. Now it is hey get that bad boy image. Um, you know, don't worry about winning or losing. Just have a bunch of hype around you, and it's going to be uh, your show. Jerry Brewer, Trusted Choice Advisor with Southern Gulf States Insurance. We'd encourage you to contact Jerry at 601-952-3525 or at southerngulfstates.com. Also want to encourage you to go visit randywatkinsgolf.com, randywatkinsgolf.com, Randy Watkins owns three courses in the area, Whisper Lake, Lake Caroline, and Patrick Farms. You can join one. You can join all three. Uh, They do unbelievable tournaments out there, Um, just pro-style setups on their leaderboards and how they communicate information. Uh, Very, very well run, so I'd encourage you to uh, go visit RandyWatkinsGolf.com. Coming up next, we will have Toby Collins, head football coach and athletic director, from Madison Central High School to talk about his summer and the upcoming season for the Jaguars in Madison Central Country. You won't want to miss that. Toby Collins coming up next here on a pond for the review.
0: To Upon Further Review with your host, Josh Norman on WJQS The Fan.
1: Welcome back in to Upon Further Review. We are here in the Garner Dental Group studios. And we welcome in now the head football coach and athletic director from Madison Central High School, Toby Collins. Toby, how are you this evening, my friend?
4: I'm good, Josh.
1: How are you doing? Man, fantastic. I guess I can start referring to you as friend and neighbor. As uh, yeah, yeah, we
4: live right, uh, right across the road. Since yeah.
1: since you've made the transition from Rankin County to Madison County. So uh, yep. we, we welcome you not only to Madison Central, but also to the neighborhood and to Madison County, my friend. And uh, uh, speaking of Madison Central, what's been going on around there this summer?
4: Oh, man, we've uh, just, you know, getting ready for getting geared up for our athletic team to get started this fall, you know, football wise, you know, a lot of working out, a lot of conditioning and 707 and uh, just the normal, it, it almost feels like a normal summer, you know, as opposed to what we had last year. So uh, it's been pleasant to get back to, to doing things that way and, you know, having our kids in and, and being able to kind of to kind of have a normal summer and, and do all the things that you like to do for, uh, as an athletic team.
1: For sure. You mentioned the normalcy of this summer, Coach, and, and uh, h- how do you think it's going to be for your kids uh, to look up and, and to, to, to hopefully see full stadiums, uh, to have the advantages of home crowds? Um, you know, what kind of impact will that have to these young people, specifically that were juniors and below last year, now coming back, your seniors don't get to experience it, seniors from last year. But for those underclassmen that were there last year, how much of an impact is that going to have, not just on their the competitive side of the game, but just overall enjoyment?
4: Oh, it's going to be, I mean, you, you can't put a price tag on it. Uh, you know, just the, the atmosphere that's created at a home football game here in Mississippi, you know, when people come out to support their the high school football team, you know, you got the cheer, the dance, the parents are in the stands. You got the tailgating going on, and it's just, uh, just to have that normal atmosphere and that feel of a, uh, a home game Friday night. Uh, it's just going to be priceless for the kids, the coaches, uh, the communities. You know, everybody involved. I think it's just, it's just going to be. Um, I hate to keep going back to, it, but it's, it's going to feel normal again finally.
1: All right. So you mentioned tailgating. I've seen a couple mm-hmm. tweets come out. Tell me about mm-hmm. the, the the tailgating uh, that goes on in in, uh, in at Madison Central for a Friday night. What what does that look like on an average Friday night?
4: Oh, it's unparalleled. Uh, I mean, it's if you haven't experienced or haven't seen it, you need to come out and check it out because you know there's thousands of people down in that that end of the uh, end of the stadium with the tents and the, you know the, the terraces and the hills. They're set up out there. The kids are playing in the back. Uh, you know, grills are lit up. Uh, like I said, it just it creates an atmosphere that uh, you know you can't really describe unless you, you've experienced it. I've I've never experienced it from the home uh, sideline, so I'm going to get to do that this year. Uh, so it'll be unique to to know that we're all on the same team at that point.
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do. If I can, if we get, uh, I I obviously have have the opportunity to broadcast on Friday nights for a local high school, so I don't get to get around to many schools. But what I am going to do is I'm going to get there for a tailgate, and I need you to tell me the tent with the best food. And i am going to I'm going to come out, and I'm going to check it out and uh, and hang out for a bit. Coach, on the field, as you prepare for, I believe it's Canton High School is game number one on August 20th. What are the biggest challenges facing your program at this point?
4: Well, first of all, that's the two-quarter scrimmage. Oh, okay. The first you know, regular season game will be against West Jones okay. at our place the following week. Uh, but, you know, just obviously you want to get through the summer, you know, injury free, uh, and then get into fall camp. And then, you know, it's kind of pick up where you left off in spring trying to develop some depth at some certain positions, um, you know, identify your leaders, uh, you know, figure out who your you know, starting 22 are and then figure out all your special teams and your needs there. Uh, But, you know, we're no different than any other team. I mean, everybody faces the same challenges. You know, everybody wants more depth. Everybody wants, uh, you know, a little bit more. So I guess the the main thing is getting through the summer and feeling like that we have uh, uh, gotten through our three phases of our summer off-season program and feeling like that was a success.
1: All right. So I I like to ask this question. Um, I'm a big culture guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe heavily in culture. I believe uh, heavily in, in teaching uh, things outside of the sport itself right. and using sport to teach about life. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, for your football program, no matter where you mm-hmm. are, this year Madison Central, last year Northwest Rankin, what are the non-negotiables for you when it comes to your culture? And that can fit into a motto maybe or uh, however you have that set up what are the non-negotiables for you and your program
4: well i'll tell you this you know our off-season programs get around for you like i just mentioned i didn't i didn't mean to go into that but our uh our off-season program goes into three phases In our first phase we tell them we preach to our kids being the best teammates you can possibly be try to be the best teammate on your current team don't worry about Offers, don't worry about the next phase. You're worried about this phase right now being the best teammate you can possibly be. So you're, you're focused on the individual and being the best player, the best teammate, the best whatever you can be for that team. And then we phase into, after the dead week, we go into, we break them into units. And obviously, those units, you have accountability to that unit. whether it be your, your position group or just a group of kids that we put together? And we deem a leader in that group and they're accountable for each of their unit members. And they have to make sure that those guys are at summer workouts. They have to make sure they're at, you know, if we have any kind of meetings, they've got to be on time. Uh you phase that into the season, it goes into grades and accountability at the school, mm-hmm. to your community, all that stuff. And then once we get through that, it's it's all about the team. Uh, and if you've taken care of the individual, you've taken care of the unit and being the best unit on the on the field then you transition that into trying to be the best team in the state.
1: Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Best teammate, unit accountability, and then becoming the best team that you can be after the individual is taken care of. Uh, That's from Coach Collins there. That's fantastic. All right, so you've got uh, Canton for a two-quarter scrimmage, and then you host West Jones week one. Mm -hmm. They're uh, out of the Pine Belt region, and uh, that will be your first home game there at Madison Central. And uh, I'm sure you guys are getting uh, geared up for that. What can people expect from your program on the offensive side of the ball this year?
4: The offensive side? Yes, sir. I I think you'll uh, expect a balanced attack. I mean, I I don't necessarily mean that we're going to throw it as many times as we run it, but we're going to try to gear it towards being pretty balanced and, and being able to Attack defenses, whether it be through the run game, the play action, RPOs, you know that type thing, and 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 trying to work the ball to our athletes and get it to them in space. Uh, we want to play fast on that side of the ball. We want to play physical on that. And I know that is kind, of, you know, that's something that people don't necessarily equate to a spread offense anymore. But we want to be physical. We want to run. Uh, you know, our run game wants to be. We want to be a gap scheme oriented run team where we're running right at people, uh, and then obviously take advantage of the pass when we can. You know, and defensively, a lot of the same. We want to play physical, brand of football, um, you know, give multiple fronts, uh, multiple looks in the back end, you know, just try to keep offensive and defensive coordinators all, on their toes as all, at, at all times, if, yeah. if possible.
1: Fantastic. You guys heard it first here from Coach Toby Collins what his Madison Central football team is planning for the fall. I'm planning to get out there and tailgate, Coach, and uh, I wish you the best of luck and great success for your Jaguar football team and for the entire Jaguar athletic department as you guys go into the fall. Take, thanks for taking some time, and uh, have a great week, Coach. We appreciate you joining us.
4: Josh, thanks for having me.
1: That was Coach Collins from Madison Central High School. We'll be back with more upon further review right after this.
0: Welcome back to Upon Further Review with Josh Dorman. If you'd like to participate in the show, give us a call at 601 366
1: 1180. Welcome back in Upon Further Review. I am Josh Dorman. We are joining you from the Garner Dental Group studios. Garner Dental Group is a collection of 18 dental and orthodontic offices conveniently located across Mississippi. Complimentary whitening for new hygiene patients is available. Check out the interactive map, Lake Garner or call 601-271-8710 to find one of their five metro locations or others across the state and region. Most insurance, Medicare, and credit and care credit are accepted. So get in and get your mouth healthy at Garner Dental. You can join us on the listener line. Give us a call, 601-366-1180, or shoot us a text, 601-817-0106. Those are both brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy, live blue. We just uh, talked with Coach Toby Collins from Madison Central High School. He is the head football coach and athletic director, and he mentioned uh, being the best teammate phase one, phase two, Unit accountability, selecting a leader of that unit and being accountable for things on and off the field, including grades, being on time, uh, very important pieces of culture, and then ultimately uh, being the best team that they can be as they have the best healthy individuals that they can be. So certainly a lot of nuggets of wisdom from Coach Collins and Madison Central Jaguars. They are in a very difficult conference. You've got Region uh, 6A, Region 2, which includes Clinton, Germantown, uh, which Germantown, uh, my understanding, Bill, is still in a search for a head football coach.
2: And that's what I'm hearing.
1: Grenada, Madison Central, Murrah, Oxford, Starkville, and Tupelo. Uh, so that is a very difficult region that Madison Central competes in, uh, but I'm sure that Coach Collins and his staff will have those young men ready to roll and uh, look. When you think about a Friday night, I know people love, uh, you know, tailgating at college sports and 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 going to, um, uh, you know, all of these different college venues. And I, I've been to them. I get it. It's fun. But there is nothing like the purity of a good high school event where you have your community involved, where you have activities that involve. Uh, all of the different patrons coming together uh, and and cheering for uh, your school, and and sometimes I believe that we're getting lost in that, where where high school's now just kind of being a pass through, and I want to take a minute and let everybody understand the importance of high school athletics, because the 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 reality of the situation is less than one percent of high school athletes will go on. To play professionally, less than three percent will go on to play at the Division One level in college. Less than five percent will go on and play at any NCAA level, and less than ten percent will go on to play at any level, including NAI Division One, Division Two, uh, and the rest. NCAA or excuse me, NCCAA the National Christian Collegiate Association Athletic Association. So when you think about that, 90% of athletes their careers will end on those high school courts and fields. And and so when you think about the sheer number of young men and young women that are competing for the passion and love for their school, for their for the passion and love for their community, for the passion and love for their teammates and their sport, there is nothing more pure than that. Uh, it is it is one of the most joyful things to watch, uh, no matter what the sport you're talking about. It can start with football in the fall, volleyball in the fall. If you've not watched a cross-country meet and seen uh, young men and young women go out and run a cross-country event uh, through the hills of Clinton there at Choctaw Trails, you are missing the true athleticism that takes place at this level that in many times you don't ever see once these kids get to the collegiate level if they have that opportunity. So I encourage you this fall, we are seeing uh, the the, the good fortunes of it looks like high school stadiums, gymnasiums, ball fields all over are going to be open. If you don't have a child there, go watch somebody else's child go watch what these athletes, coaches, and schools do for the sake of representing what's on the front of their jersey. I get it. Look, you know, I have a major announcement to make. Um, I have been recruited for a very long time now, Bill. And uh, as a part of that recruiting process, I have made numerous on-campus visits um, I, I've I, it's I, I've been all over the country on numerous official visits, and uh, I have I I just want everybody to know that I'm making a decision on air tonight that is critical uh, to my further development, and 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 I'm going to ask that you respect my decision and don't at me, okay? <laughs> Which, by the way, upon underscore sports, you can find us on Twitter or. At JD Coach for my personal one. But after consulting with the myriad of uh, people that I have counseling my decisions, and uh, after a, a very serious amount of prayer and all of the visits, and I, I want to thank everybody in the recruiting process for recruiting me, but I have made the decision to no longer shop at Walmart, Bill.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Tonight on air, I am making the decision. That um, that that I've chose I've chosen Target over Walmart. Uh-oh. And, uh Oh, and and I know that's big, and I know. Look, I know that some of you are massive fans, and I'm sorry that uh, that the recruiting decision did not come down. And look, I thought about having this on national television and and really making a parade of that, but I didn't want to hurt the 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 uh, patronage of of Walmart. But uh, I've just I've I've just made the decision that that I'm I'm going with Target. And, uh, and that's where I'm headed with it. So that's my recruitment. Uh, and, and listen, I say that in jest, and, and I want you to circle back to, look, many, many young people never get the opportunity to announce a recruitment on live television or on Twitter or have the opportunity even be c- recruited. Uh, and And yet they still go out and they compete every single day. And those young people uh, should have as many people in those stands rooting on this fall, uh, each one of them, whether it's in a a gym stand, whether it's on a field of play, whether it's at a track, uh, no matter where it is, I encourage you to get out and watch some high school athletes compete. There is absolutely nothing like it. Nothing in this world like seeing uh, high school athletes competing. Speaking of at high school athletes competing, um, we have the judge. Uh, we are very, very blessed. And I, I'm telling you right now, I haven't heard from Champ uh, so far, but but I have a feeling when the judge comes on for a full hour to uh, talk about all things, including the NBA playoffs, including Euro 2020, uh, including um, the USA basketball loss to Nigeria, and... Uh, the Major League Baseball uh, Home Run Derby, which we'll keep you updated on as uh, as that is uh, underway. And uh, we'll keep you updated on all that. Which, by the way, my pick on the Home Run Derby is Otani, who is also set to be the starting pitcher for the American League. That does it for hour one. Here upon further review, we want to thank Toby Collins for joining us here in Hour 1. And we've got a big Hour 2 in store as the judge joins us for a full hour. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more upon further review with Josh Norman and the judge this next hour right after this. With upon further review, and the only guest of the show who gets his own walkout song, we are joined for the entire second hour tonight by the judge from the Valley. How are we
3: tonight? Hey, I I, uh, got a little extra loose for this evening since I'm going to go an extended uh, inning stint. So you know, not closing, but I'll go for the extra innings anytime.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I was going to ask what getting extra loose kind of consists of, but uh, but maybe we'll sh- save that one for another show uh, <laughs> as we uh, as we as we move move toward uh, just what's going to be a great hour. And we appreciate you uh, taking the hour to banter back and forth about a lot of uh, regional and national type uh, stories that are going on. Uh, and the first thing I've got to ask you, I played golf today. I told you that uh, earlier. Yeah. And um, and and one of the guys that I played with is actually making a trip to play uh, TPC Scottsdale and uh, Troon next week. Oh, nice. And he asked me, he said, hey, am I going to die of a heat stroke <laughs> while I'm out there? And I said, well, I, I don't know. But I'll check with my uh, with my, my local all-everything in the valley and find out what the temps are, are supposed to be. So are we in a major heat wave out in the valley right now?
3: You know, it, it, from week to week it changes. But uh, next week we're supposed to be in the low 100s, which is, you know, like really about 92 for you yeah, uh, in, in Mississippi. And so uh, right now the temperatures are going to be down, but the humidity is starting to go up. Oh, man. So we're getting into the lower hundreds but higher humidity and we're getting some thunderstorms at night, that kind of thing. But tell him to go out and sweat a little bit this week. Get out there a couple of hot afternoons and, you know, work in the yard for an hour. He'll be good to go. That's right. Just uh, keep a wet towel if you can and uh, plenty of hydration.
1: No doubt. I told him uh, that the last time I played golf in the Valley, you don't sweat water you actually when it's when it's 115 116 the 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 salt actually uh, exits your pores uh, it's so hot
3: you know almost uh, the evaporation is so dry and so hot till it evaporates before it even gets to wet your shirt
1: that's exactly right that's I was like yeah, you don't so have they, to worry they about it
3: people that work outside they all wear long sleeves you know maybe two shirts so they can keep some of that moisture but it does cool the body, though. I mean, it's better than that ninety-five percent humidity. So you know the body can cool itself, but uh, you got to help it out a little.
1: No doubt, no doubt. All right. Well, you're in the valley. Hey, what did you shoot today? I hate to put you on uh, the spot. We played from the tips because I'm, you know, the club championships next next uh, next month, and okay. so so I, you know one of my you know I play with these guys that actually can play. Okay, right. they're out there shooting, there you go. shooting even or maybe under par at times and. Right. You know, but, it, you know, worst so case scenario, spend, yeah, yeah. So, so here I am. I'm like, yeah, let's play from the tips. We'll just see how it goes. So I shoot right. an 88 from the tips today. Uh, I didn't yeah. play poorly. It, and really, you know, the length of it wasn't the bad thing. I, I just had some loose shots, but I hit it okay. I mean, I, you know, it wasn't terrible, um, but it was an 88 from the tips, and that's playing it down the way you're supposed to play it. But we had Absolutely. a good time. And, look, it was mid-80s here. We had some We had some rain come through this morning. That that cooled things off, so it was mid eighties and absolutely beautiful while we were playing this afternoon. So I know that um, that makes you jealous out there.
3: Yeah, yeah, it does, and that's why golf is booming in Mississippi, and I'm glad to hear it.
1: There is no doubt. All right, so so let's talk about the valley, and and let's start and uh, and talk about uh, the the NBA finals, and we've got the Suns leading the Bucks two games to one. And if we remember our predictions from last week, you've got the Suns in six. I had the Suns in six. Bill, producer Bill, Suns in seven, and and Randy Watkins Bucks in five. Which, um, you know, listen, we're going to give him. He's a golf pro, so we're going to give him.
3: Thank him for participating. You know, thank him for participating.
1: We we actually have a participation plaque uh, for everyone, just so we can make sure we follow the times. Everybody, when they participate, gets a little something. Um, and so what what happened, what did Milwaukee do last night that was so different than, than previous nights to you that you saw to, to really take advantage of the Suns, specifically what they were able to do offensively and what the Suns were not able to do defensively?
3: Right. Well, you know, I'm going to take it back one step, if you don't mind. And when you have two pretty evenly matched teams, like this, and there's a few instances in, in finals history of this that, you know, you can have uh, a kind of an offset game where one team will go out and win by 21 night. And then the other team will go out and win by 34 the next night. So, uh, the, but I'm, uh, there was a couple instances with a uh, great uh, Lakers Celtics series. I don't know if you remember the one may have been 85, I think uh, when the Lakers were trying to break through and, uh, they came out and beat Boston like 37 one night. And then Boston turned around the next night uh, and returned the favor. And I, you know, I think the series went seven and it was on a hangnail could have gone either way. But th- my point is when you get into an evenly matched uh, situation, like I think these two teams, different strengths, but still they balance out pretty well when they're both playing their game. And uh, so I, I think that being at home, when you have uh, your role players, it might indeed make the difference, you know. So how, how do the role players play at home? Uh, and I think we've seen that uh, last night. You know, uh, Bridges, who was on fire in game three, excuse me, game two, uh, just couldn't hit. And some of the Suns role players, you know. So uh, I think, you know, as the series goes along, you're going to see those shifts. Not too unexpected. Plus the sense of urgency when the teams are fairly even, having the home field court uh, back, and uh, having that urgency of a must-win game, you know, oftentimes it does go uh, for the team that needs it the most, at least early in the series.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I, I actually saw, you know, something physically where uh, Giannis uh, just you know, and and really the Bucks as a whole, whether it was Holiday. Which, which he really came out aggressive, shot the ball well. But Giannis physically uh, was just at a different level. And basically, you know, it wasn't bully ball per se. It was more just, hey, we're going to be more physical than you, which maybe isn't the Sun's strength. Uh, and and certainly played into the advantage of the Bucks. I believe, if I am not mistaken, Giannis shot eighteen free throws, and the Suns as a whole shot seventeen. And that was a point of emphasis for uh, Monty Williams. Uh, you know, after the game in his press conference, was, "Hey, we we can't let one player outshoot our entire team from the free throw line," and that really uh, underscored the attacking mentality. I thought the Bucks came in with
3: absolutely. You know. Uh... And again, having that, the sense of urgency, of course, they, they, the adjustments were the right ones they made. Uh, and, and the Suns are going to have to scramble to, to, uh, to counter those uh, adjustments. But, yeah, back to uh, the offensive approach, though, of the Bucs. Uh, you know, Giannis uh, didn't make a basket outside of, I think, seven or eight feet. And uh, everything that he missed was outside uh, of the lane. And he got the ball – you know, below the free throw line much more often last night. So it doesn't give you as much time to build a wall, uh, but they're going to have to drop down that weak side, especially on his spin move uh, to slow him down. And that's what, you know, remember when the uh, Raptors beat the Bucks, uh, they were the best at building the wall. I mean, that's really against that guy. He's amazing. And I, I always called him plastic man anyway, but after he came back from that knee, I mean, he ought to be on the next Avengers movie or whatever. That guy.
1: Yes, and and the the freak is a great nickname. The Greek freak, not because of how great he is at basketball, but that is a chiseled chiseled human being. Uh,
3: oh, absolutely, and he's so flexible. I mean, you, you really didn't see what he did with his knee. I couldn't even watch again right away. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, and to see him come back like that is really really miraculous and just a testament to to his like you said his physique. Uh, his uh, conditioning, and, and he really is a joy to watch. Even though I'm a Suns fan, I'm really a, a fan of the guy. He's a great individual taking care of his family. I think he still lives with his mom and uh, just a really a, a great uh, ambassador for the game.
1: Yeah, I don't still live with my mom. Uh, she would no longer let me live with her. Otherwise, I would my family would be living with her as well. But uh, that's beside (laughs) the point.
3: It's it's the other way around, Josh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's beside the point. We're going to come back with more from the judge here on Upon Further Review. We're going to talk USA basketball and the loss to Nigeria and what in the world is going on overseas. We'll be back with more Upon Further Review right after this.
0: Welcome back to Upon Further Review with your host, Josh Dorman, on WJQS The Fan.
1: Welcome back in, Garner Dental Group Studios. And we are joined for the entire second hour of the show by the judge from the Valley. And uh, that last segment, we had some great conversation about the NBA Finals and uh, the Suns and Bucks. And, and now I want to get your take on USA Basketball, and let me set the table here. So, USA Basketball loses to Nigeria. It's not the first time that USA Basketball has lost in an exhibition or even an Olympic or or, um, uh, or a world setting. And uh, But it always comes to a shock to people when you have the very best players in the world, and the first thing that people do is go, oh, well, such-and-such such wasn't playing. He was hurt, or he chose to opt out, or... You know, and you start making excuses. But in your opinion, um, and 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 I've got some opinions from the standpoint of culture and chemistry, and those things take time. But should should a group with that much talent ever lose?
3: Well, you know, it is a team game, and uh, just from the the highlights I saw last night, there was not—I uh, don't think I saw very much like assists being made. I saw Durant turn around shooting or you know uh some of the other guys uh dame or whatever doing their one-on-one 35 footers but uh you know basketball is a team game that's kind of what we're looking at this playoffs in the nba the the teams that have played the team game have uh not rely on one player so much if he does go down but also you know uh, the movement of the ball and uh just the style of play also is is much different uh in international ball but uh yeah, I don't think you can just roll it out there and think. the other. You may think you're in an all-star game, you know, like the NBA all-star game where they don't play any defense, but the other team doesn't think they're playing an all-star game. They're going to D it up. They're going to get physical. And uh, when you rely on the outside shot, Josh, you know, we all know what happens, don't you? You, you lived, live by it. Live by the and three, you, die by the three. That's right. Absolutely. So, yeah, they've got, I think they have their hands full, Uh with this Olympics coming up, as you mentioned, the rest of the world is, uh, you know, falling in love with basketball. Kids are growing up now for the last 20, 30 years, loving the game. And they have that time to develop and also the culture of the type of game they play. Uh, it's more in the style of the Olympic rules. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, not to take anything away from Nigeria. Nigeria has seven players, I believe, that are currently NBA, on NBA rosters. So it's certainly a talented group, uh, but these are not focal points of NBA rosters. and one of the things that I attribute it to, uh, you know when you graduate high school and you go to the collegiate level and you've been the best player on your particular team for your particular sport, when you mm-hmm. get to the to the division one level, everybody's the best player from their team in that particular sport. And so right. one of the transitions that has to take place, is is really the understanding of roles, and in this type of situation, what it looks to me like is, hey, who's going to accept what role to make sure that that team chemistry evolves, and I think that's what takes time, uh, and I think that the the USA basketball team will be uh, will be okay, uh, and ultimately will win the gold because ultimately they are the most talented, but I do think it also transitions into saying, hey. You can't just roll, like you said, roll the ball out with a bunch of talent. You've got to have chemistry, and you've got to have a culture in place that clearly defines roles. That way everybody understands, hey, look, they had plenty of opportunities to fight back in that contest, and they never could get over the hump, you know, number one, because they don't guard anybody. But number two, I I just don't think that they understand their roles at this point, and hopefully they'll get that worked out.
3: Yeah, and again, it's right now, it looked like, it's like, whose turn is it? That's the way they played. You know, oh, it's your turn, Dame. Oh, It's my turn, Katie. Now it's your turn, you know, uh, Jay, uh, uh, who's the kid from the South? That's sure. Uh, Tatum. Yeah, but uh, if that's the way they're going to play, then it's going to be a tough go. You know, the uh, international rules with the goaltending, and you can uh, get the ball on the rim, they are much better. At that that's the way they play all the time, and the uh, with the trapezoidal uh, lane and whatnot. So uh, not like we do have a post player though. I don't think we have a center on the roster, do we?
1: No, I think they're all stretch centers. And you know, I just got a text from Champ. He makes a great point. He says the way we feel about losing to Nigeria in basketball is how the rest of the world feels when they lose to the United States national men's soccer team.
3: Uh, that is yeah, a, there you go. That's it. That's right. That that's a great analogy.
1: That's a great analogy from Champ out there. And uh and one that when you look at it, uh when you compare this, and I you know, look, I don't normally like to play the comparison game. But but in this situation you have to, can you imagine say the dream team? They would have never allowed a loss like this. And I'm not saying that they cared more because I don't think these guys and the coaching staffs would have gone and traveled overseas, taken time out of their their uh, their off season to go represent their country if they didn't care. They cared. right? But but can you imagine that that group from the dream team of 1992 would have ever even considered losing a a a game on the national stage of being an option?
3: I don't think they ever won a game by less than 30 points. I don't believe. And certainly. Anytime they rolled it out. Yeah, that was probably the best collection of basketball the world will ever see.
1: Well, and certainly, you know, you've got to give credit to the world because they've all improved their skill levels over that almost 30-year period. But in that time, the best basketball players in the world, by and large, still hail from the United States of America. And absolutely. and so you know, <laughs> it, you know, what do you put on Popovich on this? You know, is 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 Popovich coddling guys too much? Uh, does does some of the responsibility lay in him? And look, I'm not saying that a loss in an exhibition is is like the end all be all, right? But but I don't think that as a collective group, that that team should be losing to any international squad.
3: Oh no, absolutely not and, and i'm sure they're a little bit uh you know embarrassed by it and uh hopefully that'll spur them on to show you know the united states true you know dominance so uh, hopefully that'll be the case i think they're a little skinny in some of the you know the front court especially and uh i don't see too many role players on that group i know uh draymond is so that's probably the only guy that i can really think about uh that is there and I, I wish they had another big man you know the world is producing most of the big men in in basketball these days uh i mean deandres i guess the best american that i can think of right now yeah and he didn't get invited he didn't get invited so
1: yeah and, and uh, you know what he would have had to have turned it down cuz he's playing for a a, a oh, that, that's uh that's right bahamas that's right yep he's from the bahamas uh now i don't know what his citizenship now looks like you know a lot of these guys are dual citizens uh, in different places, and so it gives them the ability to play uh, for right. different groups. But certainly certainly, a lot to pay attention to as you look at, uh, you know, how potentially the United States roster has 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 been developed. You mentioned maybe needing another big man. They gave up 60 points from behind the three-point arc last night.
3: 60 yeah, they points. were on fire. And, uh, again, they played a good brand of team ball. You don't do that by one-on-one. You do that by moving the ball inside out. So uh, good good, good for Nigeria. It's good to see them. It bolsters the rest of the world. They think they can play with you. That's part of it, right? If you don't think you can beat them and you want their autograph like Jordan Day's, you know, they, they were just starstruck. But now they think people think they can beat the U.S. And uh, I, I tell you what, Josh, I'm going to throw it out here right now. I'm gonna, If you give me the USA versus the field, of course, that's what it is. I'm gonna
1: take the field. Wow, wow! You heard it yeah, here, the judge.
3: Tell Chance to grab his feet, but yep, yeah, he the I'm judge is the taking field. the
1: field. Okay, uh, and 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 the Gravy Train mentioned something that's 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 a very good point as well. He said that he thinks the problem is their stars aren't meaning the United States basketball team aren't right. good defensive players like stars have been in the past. Uh, so it's a it's an offensive side of the ball dominant, uh, but they got beat ninety to eighty seven.
3: So so you know in a short game that's a short game that's not an NBA game. Yeah, it's forty. Yeah, it's 40 that's forty minutes. That's
1: yeah. true. That's a that's forty minute two halves. Or is it ten minute quarters in in uh, international?
3: Right. It's, uh, I think it has. Okay. I think
1: it so so yes, it's a shortened shortened time frame. But giving up ninety points with twenty of those being three pointers, that's a great. Uh, that's a great point made by the Gravy Train as um, as he talked about the, the the stars of the USA basketball team, uh, Kevin Durant, um, you know, those guys. Uh, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard,
3: Tate, Tatum, you know.
1: Russell West, Jason Westbrook. Tatum
3: and then they're bringing in, you know, a few other guys. Who, you know, I think they are bringing in uh, from Milwaukee a couple of guys, aren't they? Yeah. Middleton and uh, Holiday.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay, so Middleton and Holiday are joining after the fact. That will help. Certainly from a role situation because Middleton will be a catch and shoot guy that will will certainly help in that regard. Uh, and Holiday is a defensive ball hawk. That guy, Absolutely. that guy can guard the basketball uh, really, really good. As well good. as anybody. Absolutely. There's, there's no question. He he. Uh, let's see here. He has given uh, either Booker or Paul uh, all they wanted last night in Game Three. Uh, he just seemed to be everywhere.
3: He is physical, and, uh, you know, he's uh, got a great uh, sense. And, uh, you know, it doesn't even look like he works that hard, but he just really, like you said, with his strength, he, he gets over screens, and he, he's always in the right spot. So, yeah, he's, he's quite a stud in that regard.
1: All right, so that's, uh, that's uh, a little USA basketball there. We're joined by the judge here on Upon Further Review, and we've got more coming up uh, after this break. We're going to talk a little Euro 2020 We're also going to see who the judge is throwing the flag on. You've been asking for it. He's ready to throw the flag for the coaches challenge. That's all coming up next on upon further review right after this.
0: Back to Upon Further Review with your host, Josh Dorman, on WJQS The
1: Fan. Welcome back in Upon Further Review. I am your host, Josh Dorman, and I am joined, uh, as always, each week, I kind of mixed, I don't know what I was, I was mixing the judge and joined there, and so you joined, um, but I'm joined, as always, uh, by the judge out in the valley, and uh, I got to get your... Uh, your pick for the Home Run Derby. Who you got well, you in know,
3: the Home Run you're Derby? You're my thunder there, but uh, yeah, you know, I uh, there's a guy in there who's got a name kind of sound. Oh, yeah, Aaron Judge. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, a couple of, two or three years ago, I actually adopted him. He's my godson now. And uh, since we share the same name, and he's a great guy, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. hey, listen, with that altitude, the way he can go opposite field, uh number to beat right now is twenty four in the first round. Uh Trey Mancini. And then Olsen just uh he's got uh forty seconds to go when he's got eighteen. But hey, I got I gotta go with my godson there yeah. and uh I, I'm I think he's gonna be a repeat winner. That, Who so, do you like?
1: Well, I like Otani and I saw one from his warm up that he almost hit out of Coors Field. And it was unbelievable. I it was it was it was unbelievable. That's all I can say is he almost hit it out of Coors Field. And uh so I'm going with Otani. I just love the story of Otani. I think it's amazing. I know Stephen A gave him a hard time about you know not speaking English or something and uh you know right. whatever. But but at the end of the day, the guy accomplished something that hasn't been accomplished since Babe Ruth. You know, I mean, what baseball player has the opportunity to say that he's a two-way all-star? That's gonna that's going to uh, compete in the home run derby, start the uh, the all-star game, as the starting pitcher for the American League, uh, and lead as, off,
3: and he's leading off, and
1: lead off. I mean, I don't know that we'll ever hear that story uh, again for 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 years and years to come uh, about somebody having the opportunity to do that. So I'm going with Otani and uh i think he's he's going to uh he's he's going to pull pull it out here uh in the home run derby so you have got judge regardless i tell
3: you what the derby is one of the the best uh, uh exhibitions in pro sports i think by, by far i think it's the best it's
1: certainly better than than anything the nba has to offer right now from the standpoint of its skills challenge or uh, the three-point shootout is, is pretty fun still, but the yeah, dunk contest, everything yeah. is kind of regurgitated, uh, recycled at this point. So I, I agree with you. It's, it's fantastic to see. And, and the Mancini guy, what a story. Uh, that yeah. dude's got a, a great story, uh, great comeback story attached to his name. So that would be fun to see him win it as well. Uh, but uh, we'll keep you posted on, on how that all turns out. Before we get to the coaches' Challenge and we get you to throw the flag, is there anything you would rather? Is there anything you would rather not be in the world than a a goalie on an international stage in penalty kicks? <laughs>
3: oh, in that, um, yeah, there's yeah, you're the you're in the headlights, aren't you?
1: You are out on an island by yourself, basically guessing uh, between four different corners of the net that these professional soccer players can be going to, uh, and yet last night. The Italian goalkeeper somehow uh, is able to um, withstand the penalty kicks, and Italy wins the Euro two thousand twenty uh, in penalty kicks three to two. That may be one of the most exciting things in sports.
3: PKs, it really is. It's like a bullfight, somewhat, isn't it?
1: It's crazy. It's crazy because you you got to know these guys that are taking the PKs or or women in there in you know when it's when it's their turn. They're they're out there on an island as well. I mean, it's not like it's easy. If you ever try to take a PK, you know, I know the goal right. looks big, but here you are, you've got to try to place it, um, you know, and and listen, we may have to do this on the show. We may have to get the gravy train live on Facebook. We're going to launch Facebook Live, but we're going to have to get the gravy train to potentially teach us. The He is a world-class youth soccer coach. And so oh, we're awesome. going to have to get him to teach us the art of the penalty kick. That's going to be something we do uh, as, as we go forward. Uh, so that's going to be uh, – oh, now we're getting into godsons. You opened up a cam of worms. Champ says that Champ Bailey is his godson. So yours is Aaron Judge. Champ, <laughs> hey, Get a Hall of Famer. My
3: guy is a little young, but yes, Champ Bailey, one of the greats out of Georgia. Champ
1: Bailey is his godson. Uh, all right, so who are you throwing the flag on tonight?
3: Well, you know, since, since we are uh, talking about the, the All-Star, the Home Run Derby, I'm, I'm just going to go with it. Uh, may, I'm throwing the flag on all the major sports for their All-Star games. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to love, you know, the All-Star game, the NBA, even the Pro Bowl used to be something. But uh, so if you look at it, uh, other than maybe NHL hockey, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch this tonight after the show like a hawk. I'll be all over Look at the stands. are just jam-packed. The ratings are going to be higher than the All-Star game, Josh. So, uh, you know, I'm throwing the flag on Major League Sports. Get your act together and uh, put on a good show. Have somebody play a little D if they're going to come play basketball. Uh, the All-Star baseball game, I don't know about you, but it's lost it for me. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, but I'll be honest with you. Just in general, um, y- you know, this particular All-Star game has had – so many political undertones uh, that that even the lead up to it, uh, the performance on the field is is you don't get to see the best players for very long. You you know they may get in a bat or two. Uh, right. The major major league baseball in general has lost a little bit of its appeal to me, but but I agree with you 100. percent The All Star games in general at this point have become very very poor products and and and, and not a lot of fun to watch.
3: But make sure you keep – and they'll be around. I'm just saying they made some changes, you know, tweaks over the years, most of them in the wrong direction. But, uh, you know, I think uh, that they, they need to make some changes. And, that you know, the interest is there. It'll be there. But uh, I am going to enjoy this. And the uh, home run derby is my favorite. And the all-star game itself is probably my least favorite.
1: All right. So, who's who's uh, leading the home run derby? I'm having a trouble finding it here on uh, – is uh, is Mancini still –
3: Um, yeah, he's still up there. Gallo is just up right now. So, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, 24 is still the number to beat.
1: All right. So, so Gallo is a Texas Ranger guy. That's my man, DC in Dallas. That's his pick, uh, to win it. And, uh, so we'll see, we'll see how that all turns out as the judge has thrown the flag on the, uh, major sports leagues and their all-star games. The products that they're putting on, but he is not including tonight's home run derby in that, as uh, that's sure to uh, to be quite a show and quite a uh, a spectacle. So, uh, all right, I got to ask you this: as you look at the Major League Baseball draft, real quick, we've we've covered this a little bit, uh, but there's a lot of Mississippians that have been taken. Uh, how rare is it to see a catcher go number one overall?
3: I can't, I can't even remember the last time that happened. Now, I do know that scouts always have their eyes out for catchers, but to have somebody that obviously has that level of, of maturity uh, and and strength, the ability to manage pitchers, uh, all those things, intangibles that, you know, catchers uh, have to have. And that, like you said, to have somebody, a youngster like that, taking number one uh, is pretty rare. Now, I did look over the first round, and uh, this year – Uh, 14 out of the top 30 were high school players. Wow. And uh, I dare say in past years, it was probably higher. In fact, I know it was. Wow. And, you know, many years past, uh, college baseball has advanced. Like, look at the popularity of the World Series. So many more guys are going and playing college. But, you know, that's an interesting topic for another day about how – High school baseball players can be drafted, but you can't get drafted in the NFL or the NBA. Uh, And you are, being 18, you have a right to work. So I think, you know, uh, that could be something to look at moving ahead.
1: Yeah, definitely a topic that we will continue. That could go along with the uh, name, likeness, uh, name, image, and likeness conversation. Uh, And we're going to have the good call, bad call, and more with the judge. Here in our final segment of "Upon Further Review," the show the show is flying by, and we hope you'll stay with us for our final segment here in just a few moments. You're listening to "Upon Further Review" on 106.3 FM WJQS, the Fan.
0: Welcome back to a Pong further Review on WJQS The Fan. Listen to us on the web at WJQSTheFan.com. Welcome back in.
1: We are completing hour number two, and we are in the final segment here. Another Monday night coming to a close. We thank you for joining us wherever you are and whatever you are doing. Uh, we're certainly grateful that you're spending a little bit of time here with us on 106.3 FM, wJqS thefan.com and uh, we are once again joined by the judge he's been with us all hour and it's been a fun hour talking hoops USA basketball uh, talking the NBA Finals major League Baseball draft a little uh, Euro 2020 uh, where we saw uh, Italy uh, defeat England uh, and it seems that they have a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a curse on them over there have not been able to win the Euro uh, Euro Cup in England, even though they've got a tremendous amount of talent coming through there. So, uh, it's time for the good call, bad call. So let us hear, uh, what's your good call of the
2: week?
3: Well, you know, uh, you kind of stole my thunder in that earlier segment, you know, I was going to go with my good call was going to be a prophetic for a change with, uh, with uh, the judge Aaron to, uh, to win the Derby. But, uh, you know, uh, as long as you got a blue cross and blue shield covered, I was going to kind of refer back to what you're talking about with EuroCup. You know, I was listening to some of the coverage of that today. And, uh, of course, they were up one nothing at the half. And then their coach, uh, he did what the guy was called – I hadn't heard the term before, but he parked the bus. So, in other words, he went into a defensive stature and uh, uh, he pulled back all the offensive players in the second half. They didn't really push uh, the attack and uh his his gamble didn't didn't pay off you know mm. and uh you go to P- pk's you never know what's going to happen and again it is a great spectacle but uh so you know th- that's part of the bad call but then it was it was worse And, josh you didn't mention this part of of your talk about the uh pk's that uh the english uh players at all mr pk's happened to be uh black and uh there was a hailstorm of uh vitriol and, uh, threats and everything over the internet, uh, blaming these, uh, black athletes for the loss. And it was done on a, on a racial uh, basis. And there was a lot of racism displayed. And so, you know, they call the English fans, they think they invented uh soccer some time ago. That's the way they, they kind of act like they're, uh, royalty in that regard. But, uh, you know, the fact that uh, the hooligans run the show there uh, and they, they travel all over the world, but then those are the kind of people I don't want to cast aspersions on all English soccer fans. Certainly not, but that certainly drew out the worst in the English soccer fans as a result of that coach's bad call. I think they probably had the better team, but he uh, obviously used the the wrong strategy, ended up in PKs and anything can happen. So uh, I do think, uh, you know, his call was strategic, but the, the call on the people uh, and, and the hooligan fan base in England, they need to be called out.
1: Yeah, and I think that goes to a, to a further point, and that is that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you're rooting for, what team it is, whether it's your college, professional team, international team, whatever it is, we, we have to understand that we're still watching a game and these players are still playing a game. I know that that's hard, uh, you know, for people because they're watching these uh, men and women, professional athletes, play and make uh, a significant amount of money, and so it's it's hard for us to separate that because as fans, we think that they're there for our viewing pleasure, but ultimately, these folks, even though they are still entertainers and even though they are athletes, they are still playing a game, and and to further that point. I I I just got to tell everybody out there y'all got to chill. Everybody's got to take a breath. Back up. If if you cannot if you cannot separate the fact that these are human beings. This is humanity. From the idea that you're angry that you lost a game or somebody missed a penalty kick, then 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 that's a you problem and 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 maybe you need to give sports up because uh, and, and I don't know what can be done, uh, but this idea that anything can be said at any moment, uh, you see it on the golf course now where they're talking about are, 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 are people too close. You see it with courtside seats in the NBA. Uh, at know. the end of the day, what's going to happen is fans are going to ruin this opportunity to view these athletes up close and personal because they can't separate it and they allow – it. Looks, this is humanity. Like number one, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be saying those things in the first place, uh, you know. But 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 at the end of the day, you you have to be able to separate the fact that this is a game, and all the personal stuff and all that's got to go away, and people just have to chill. That's my take on it.
3: Absolutely, and you know where where they take a wrong turn. We talked about some of the benefits of sport, turning uh, building community, uh, pride, and that kind of thing, and and, and that's okay. But like you said, when it, when it becomes uh, a personal attack situation, when it becomes uh, beyond the game, you know, you can, you can critique. That's what we do. We critique players and performers on their performance, but not on characteristics that they can't, you know what I'm saying, that are, that are just strictly random and that nobody can control. And uh, so that's, that's where it gets uh, twisted, Josh. And I think we just have to keep talking about it. You know, we talked about it earlier with the fans throwing things on the court. That's kind of cooled down a little bit. But uh, it's something that – it's human nature, but it's something we have to fight against. And, and finding ways to do it is something we have to do.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, look, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a trying time across across the world. There's so much going on, and we want to preach this message. Let's use sports to unite. Let's let everything else use sports to unite, unite one another as humanity. We're all the same because we all have the same creator. And at the that's end right. of the day, that's who we want to be. Uh, and, and look, it's not hard to treat people with respect and dignity. And that's how it should be done, even if they're, they lose a big contest on an international stage or they're your favorite collegiate team. It's not that serious. So uh, great, good call, bad call. Hey, thanks for joining us for this entire second hour. Uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, breaking things down and bouncing things back and forth. And uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing or hearing from you again next week and, uh, and, 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 and with more upon further review. Thanks again for joining us.
3: Great, great to be here, Josh. Thank you. Have a great week.
1: No doubt, no doubt. The judge joins us as always. He joins us each week, and uh, we are thankful for his contributions to the show. Uh he's in the valley and uh and it is hot out there, as you heard him mentioned earlier. We re- we had him for the entire hour here, and uh, that we're very thankful for that. I want to remind you about Jerry Brewer, a trusted choice advisor with Southern Gulf States Insurance. Contact Jerry today at six oh one nine five two. 3525. Also want to remind you that our uh, our caller line and text line uh, are brought to you by blue, blue Cross Blue Shield in Mississippi, www.bcbsms.com. Live healthy, live blue. Also want to remind you to visit randywatkinsgolf.com to find out all that's going on at Randy Watkins Golf. I'll be playing in the club championship next month, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm getting my game geared up. Uh, getting everything dialed in, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Had the opportunity to play in their four ball. They do it all right out there. Lake Caroline, Patrick Farms, uh, Whisper Lake, uh They have memberships for uh, individual courses as well as their legacy membership for all of their courses. It's an unbelievable deal. Uh, you'll want to make sure and visit Randy Watkins Golf to find out more about them. Also want to thank our studio sponsor, Garner Dental Group a collection of 18 dental and orthodontic offices conveniently located across Mississippi. Uh, they, are, they offer complimentary whitening for new hygiene patients and uh, encourage you to check out the interactive map, LakeGarnerDentalGroup.com or call 601-271-8710 to find one of their five metro locations or others across the state and region. They accept most insurance, Medicare, and care credit. So get in and get your mouth healthy today. At Garner Dental, we want to thank Toby Collins, uh, head coach Madison Central, athletic director as well for joining us in the first hour. Uh, talked all things uh, Madison Central football is has some great times coming ahead. Best uh, teammate, unit accountability, and best team are his progressions. And we're going to leave you with this: May God give you for every storm a rainbow, for every tear a smile, for every care, a promise, and a blessing in each trial, for every problem life sends a faithful friend to share, and for every sigh, a sweet song, and an answer for each of your prayers. That'll do it for Upon Further Review. Thank you for joining us. We hope you'll join us next week, 6 to 8 p.m. every Monday night here on 106.3 FM WJQS, The Fan.